podcast begins for the 1126th time. Holy cow. Uh, from right up here in the beautiful dormer above my garage, where I've spent nearly the last five years. Okay. It's basically uh, Anne Frank with a few times leaving, going downstairs. Mm-hmm. So that's what's up. Thank you so much for being here uh, as part of the show. Let's get into the fat. Um, yesterday was, I think, a pretty good day for non-fat things. The Facebook group Fraudulent Fatties has uh, various members of the audience who would love nothing more than to be less disgusting. I am the leader of this brigade. And uh, you got to start somewhere. Now, I would say yesterday was an overall success. I completed my fitness ring, my move ring. And I did that by when I got done with the free podcast early part uh, part of the day. Uh, I went and walked around the block. A little time later, I did uh, I did that again. Pooh Bear came home. We went for a walk. That's walk number three. Now, basically, I'm replacing the time that I sit around here and look at YouTube videos with walking. So I felt pretty good about that. I also made it through the whole day without taking a ridiculous uh, nap, which I don't know. I think that might be just the adrenaline of the day because I was so pissed off at, uh, at, at what has happened to me physically and the path that I'm on, it, it needs to change. And I'm still pretty fired up about it. Um, we, it was a fraudulent Wednesday. So there was plenty of podcasting to do. And Stu McAllister and I, um, did who are these Ottawa County fascists and God, we had a ball it was so much fun. And then we went into the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, equally fun. Um, uh, and then when I got done, I still had to close that freaking fitness ring. So I went out and uh, watched the uh, super blue moon rise, which was incredible. Are you aware of what a super blue moon is? A blue moon is one that happens twice in a calendar month. So that was it. And then super moon is when it's uh, a bit closer than um, any other time in the year. Okay, most of the time it's a certain distance away. A supermoon is closer, so it actually is larger in the sky. So it's brighter because it's closer. So it's a super blue moon. And that will not happen again until the year 2037. It was so bright. Trying to take a picture of it was ridiculous. It's just a, a, a giant orb, super bright in the sky. Uh, but it was cool. It was really, really cool seeing that big old bright moon um, rising. So great. Thank you to Stevie, who was quick to point out, Eric Zane, I know how much you like celestial excitement. It'll be at around 930. That is the best time to see the super moon. So there I am. Like an asshole walking around the neighborhood. I'm like, my God, I got to I gotta get this stuff done earlier. But yesterday was a busy day. You know, we had a fraudulent Wednesday. Plenty to do there. 
And uh, off we go. Stand by. This is hot. Morning cup of coffee. Coffee cup, uh, cup of coffee number two. Got to have two in me when I'm doing the show. That sounded terrible. I got to have two in me when I'm doing the show. I got to have two in me when I'm doing the show. I said that clearly so that uh, Corey can clip that. Asshole. Uh, Corey revealing in the chat that our very own Lonely Nick, who's probably watching this right now under a different name, or will uh, listen to it later or watch it later, uh, so that he's not, you know, scoped out here, uh, joined the Eric Zane Show podcast Discord. Is that is that right, Corey? Um, Corey has, as the, um, uh, guy who's in charge of the Eric Zane show podcast discord. Uh, if you can put that in the chat by, uh, by all means, uh, put it in there. It isn't that well populated. You know, frankly, this is, uh, what's up with me. There are so many different ways to communicate with show members that sometimes I'm like, Oh my God, I don't even know where to begin. There's so many of them, but there is an Eric Zane show podcast discord. I got a door opening behind me. It might be Benny. Hang on. You can't post links here, Eric. You can't post links here. Only Eric can. Oh, hang on. Hey! That's a good boy. Oh, my God. He doesn't... He's getting more... He's wanting more to come in here now. It seems like... I don't know what it is with Benny. Look at that tail wagon. He's being quite silly. He's be this is a very rare thing. You you just don't see Benny uh hang out, but he's he's starting to do that more and more in his advanced age. All right, anyway, the Discord. Um I think I posted in the uh, show notes of the damn thing. But uh anyway. Uh Nick showing up there. What the hell is that? Aram says, just remove the H from the HTTP. Corey said that Nick just joined, didn't say a word, looked around, then left again. Oh, God. Come on. Maybe he wanted to leave some more Bible verses. Do you think that might be what's going on? I don't know, but... Nick doesn't strike me as a as a Bible-y type. You know, I I I don't know if he can maintain that. Posting Bible verses everywhere he goes. Kenny suggests emailing the link to me and then I can copy and paste it here. Yeah, I could try that. Um, you see. I should know that, but I don't because I don't, I just don't participate in it. You know, um, I've, I've got so much on my plate that that's, I mean, I've been on it before. It's a place to chat about the show and Corey does a good job maintaining it when I, when I am able to check it out. Uh, ben says the Bible is the worst work of fiction in history. It's so boring. Yeah, I, I don't agree with that. I don't. I, I the Bible is not fiction. In my opinion, the Bible is uh, the Word of God, 
and for you to suggest that is uh is a little i would want i I would not want to be around you um for fear of like a bolt of lightning coming down i'm not about to uh, uh say that about the bible i i won't go that far uh i do have a problem with most religions these days but uh yeah i'm not gonna go so far as to say the bible is a work of fiction Uh, Maureen says that Jamingo just said Easy has him blocked on show chat, so he came to Discord. Unblock him, Eric. What do you mean, what do you mean by Jamingo just said? Is Jamingo doing a show right now? Maybe he said that yesterday. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't know who's blocked and unblocked these days. If people get blocked, this is the way I look at being blocked. Oh, he's in the Discord. I got you. If people get blocked, I mean, there's usually a reason why people get blocked. Now, I don't remember why I block anybody. Florida man says the Discord just got a lot more racist. Well, this is very important, though, that John is paying attention because it brings me to Something that happened yesterday on John's show. So this is actually kind of fun. And you heard John earlier in the week. He said, I love it when Eric talks about me because he calls himself a narcissist. Tyler says, who gives a shit why you blocked him? The most important thing is when did you block him? Of course. Let's go to Big Black Dick because I know you want to hear it. Voice of an angel. You know, I, I give Andrea credit. I saw on the uh, at the video at the, the We Hate Eric Zane party. She is, speaking of uh, fraudulent fatties, she is a lot less fat. She looks good. She has put in some time and her hair has highlights in it. I actually thought she's, I always thought that Andrea was very pretty. I mean, all, all kidding aside, I always thought she had a very, very adorable face. Cute, very pretty eyes, uh, but she's dumb as fuck. Let's get into the boomer bunker yesterday because Chris show, showed up yesterday and uh, was talking to these three men and he asked about um, doing a combined show, John and Eric. They were covering Mitch McConnell, which I will get into in a bit. And I'll even have Mitch McConnell on a little later on, God willing. Getting a Mountain Dew. All right. So CDM Ham, whatever that is. C Denim, maybe? C Denim, whatever his name is. Bob um, or John, your voice, your mic is a lot less loud than uh, that other guy, Kate. There's, There's a problem with audio. Uh, he's asking, are you guys still going to do a combined show? And I think he's talking about me and Eric. And, and the answer to that is no. There's no way Eric and I could do a show together. And I'll tell you why. Because I will not calm down and I will end up getting him canceled. And then, he, you know, he can't. Ha- There's no way he could have me as a guest host because I won't I won't stop. And he, and we could have a, a good discussion. 
but I'll end up getting them canceled. So there's no way we could do it. I don't get that. Get me canceled. Is he suggesting that we'd be having a good discussion and he'd just start yelling the N-word like Michael Richards or something like that? Is that? That's all. I'm going to save him the trouble. I'm going to save him because of all the shit that I say and all the trouble I get into. I'm I'm a wild card. No one can stop me. I'm a volcano blowing up. If I had a bigger audience, it would only get worse. So I'm just going to do the guy. Well, let's be honest here. Uh, it's not that much bigger. <laughs> when you're paid, when you're on my show, it's not that much bigger. A favor and not do a show with him. That way he won't get canceled. What? Why would you be concerned about that? That sounds, I thought to myself that of all the reasons, just say you don't want to do it. Don't make up some fairy tale. You're so considerate. Thinking of other people. Bug Vugger 78 says, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> so there's a no, chance. There's not a chance. I, 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 and the other thing is I can't trust him because I don't know. He says he's a sneaky back. I don't, he's too sure. sneaky for me. I've seen what he's done already. I've seen how he's lied already. about. I don't know why people keep saying I'm a liar. I, I don't. I, I've never lied to anyone. That, that I think we should start there. And I would say, explain the lies. Can you please explain that to me? I would I would love to hear what you're suggesting that I did as a, as a lie. Stuff we've talked about, and I I don't need that shit. It's all right, Eric. You go do your show. Go over there and do. Uh, who are these broadcasts? That that's already circle in the drain. They've only did about five episodes so far. Yeah, Sparky's right. I have a black heart. Black heart, that's all. All right, this is weird. Because uh, this is a screenshot from my conversation with John um, about a week and a half ago. John is the gray highlighted. I am the blue highlighted. These are the pertinent parts of the conversation that have to do when I last spoke with John, uh, he, he must have changed his mind or something because as you can see, John said one thing you did say that I agree with, we could do a good show together. And I said, Oh, I guarantee it. After the dust settles, we will, uh, from the last bit of stupidity, whatever that, that well, I don't even remember. However, you may have a rebellion on your hands if you do that because of, you know, uh, the former show listeners of mine that are now following him. You're welcome. Um, They would not be happy with John if he did that. At least that's what I think. John said, well, it better be soon. According to you, I don't have much time left. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Yeah, that's where I left it. So I don't know. Uh, he must have uh, rethought it, I guess, and come up with this lame story of you can't handle me, and I, I, you know, I could say something, but I won't. I don't want to get him canceled. Well, yeah, you do. If if well, first of all, that's all bullshit. I think. I mean, I. I mean, I don't think John wants to get me canceled, but outside of uh, him just going on here 
and saying, you know, terrible things or, you know, quoting a Jason Aldean song about hanging people or something like that. I, I don't know what you could possibly say that I don't already say on this show now. So I I think you might have a uh, bloated view of um, of your ability and the things that you say in your standpoint. Now, on your show, the N-word is, is said multiple times and, you know, you don't have a problem with that. Nobody cancels you guys. And and you can't suggest that my show is a large a, a larger audience. I mean, there's a there's a bit more people that listen, but it's not fucking anything earth shattering. I mean, I appreciate um the suggestion, but I think you're misinformed. My show's not that much bigger than yours, John. And uh so how's that for some truth? I would I would freely admit that. And for you, I think that's the thing that bugs me the most is that people over there think that I'm like some kind of crazy psychopathic liar. Ah, uh, what the fuck? That is bullshit. Uh, Maureen says he's listening right now, Eric. Talk directly to him. Oh, well, I mean, obviously I am. Tyler says you're clearly lying about these text messages, Eric. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it. And now <laughs> Ashley, Hurricane Ashley calls him a fat piece of shit. Now, come on now. That's ridiculous. You can't throw that at the poor guy. I like John. I think he's, um, I think actually what he's doing there when he's talking on the show, like you just heard, I think he's kind of kowtowing to the people that listen to his show, trying to embolden them you know, in case they had a, a thought at all that he speaks to me or he would even consider being on the show. Um, that if he, ever were to do that i think he's realizing that there would be a some type of mutiny Corey says john just said this on the discord quote tell him this is how he makes his living if i say something that makes his advertisers leave it would hurt him john look that's not a problem i'm not worried about that in any way uh, I've had threats made to my sponsors before for things that I've said that are pretty fucked up, frankly, that have been taken out of context. But out, I, you see, you're reasonable. You may be doing a, sh- a right-wing show, but you can't say anything, John, that isn't said every day in most circles. So, you know, you're not anything that if, if we're just having a reasonable conversation, I would like to actually have you interview me because I think you have been sold a bill of goods, uh, about me and my personality and the things that I've said or done. And you've only heard one side of that from the various people that support you on your show that used to support me. 
So, I, uh, frankly, I, uh, outside of you just coming in here and being a crazed psychopath and yelling like a maniac, uh, which I, I will give you the benefit of the doubt that I think that uh, I, I don't think you would do that. So let's stop being silly here and get you on this show. Okay. Um, I'm not buying the hell. I wouldn't be on there because I'm I'm a I'm a crazy man. I'd get him canceled. I I don't even have a uh uh an intention of bringing you in here just to insult you or degrade you. The idea would be to do a show to talk about things. All right. So you do your thing. Um, when it comes to um, unblocking, yeah, I, I, honestly, I, I, I struggle with that. I would have to sit down and act because I'm not that great with this and figure out how to do it. I could do it, and I, I, this is what I'll do, John. I'm going to go ahead so that you can participate in the chat. Um, I will unblock you today. I, I don't want to do it right now because it kind of, if there is any momentum that I might have discussing anything on the show, it's, it's ruined if I start to fiddle around with that, but I'll, I'll go ahead and unblock you. Um, and you know, let's, you got my fucking number ding dong. Just text me and we'll do a show together and quit suggesting that you've got some kind of, uh, um, uh, crazy type of uh fifth gear that will suddenly just get me canceled okay you dummy god damn and, qu- and quit worrying about um what your the two other guys that you do the show with will think i mean john bob i think um i mean i picked on him the other day because but he was attacking me so it's all good. Um, he seems to be uh, a little bit th- uh, more thoughtful, it seems, than I gave him credit for. Uh, I don't know about your partner, Paul Creer. I don't even know why you have her on. Why do you do that? Why did you give her that in? You were doing fine without him. If I wanted to see some guy with 55-inch python arms, I would watch WrestleMania. Who says nothing. He's horrible. (sighs) Anyway. Uh, Yesterday around the house here, um, we had an incident, and uh, this is how this went. I hear the NFK say, oh, no, Eric, look at this. I wander into the living room, and uh, Darla, I have a uh, a house plant that when Diana's brother died, you know how, like, people send you plants and shit? Well, we kept all those, and um, we take care of them, and it's kind of like a little slice of Davy, a uh, little piece of Davy, you know, uh, around the house, and, 
And that makes the NFK feel good. He misses his brother. And Davey was sweet as peaches. Just loved it. Loved him and still do. But uh, this one plan had needed a little, little more sunlight. So I put it at this spot where it could get just the right amount of sunlight. And it was just, it's been blossoming, you know? Fantastic over the years. Uh, and Darla decided she wanted to chew on it. So she went ahead and um, there's there's two main stalks coming out of the ground of this of the soil in the fucking flower pot and well she yanked them both out and uh, so now the the root ball and all of the dirt that it pulled out has been dragged out and uh and this is at a level that's um so at, on the fireplace there's like that uh, concrete area that little step that's where the plant was she's pulled it out now and it's all the dirt is out on that concrete and on the carpet it's everywhere and then she's chewed off all of the fucking leaves. And um, so the leaves, it's, it looks like, uh, uh, it, you know, fall in my living room. And he goes, and I come in there and he's, he sees it. And I, we're both looking at it. And she's just looking at us. She's got dirt on her face. It's potting soil. And then the NFK goes, boo hiss. Which is something that they have said forever in this household. Boo hiss. He goes, boo hiss. That was Davy's plan. Fuck. So I'm waiting for him to give her the middle finger. And uh, I go, oh, my God. I go, Holy shit. I go, all right, I can fix it. My dad's got an ultimate set of tools. Name the movie. Name the movie. Uh, so of two stalks, one is completely barren of leaves. The other one is untouched. I pick up the root ball. I pick everything up. And um, I trim the stem from the one that has no leaves. That will recover. Very healthy plant. Um, I rearrange the soil. Make space for the root ball. Put it all in. Compress water. Everything. And then I put it in a different spot. I don't want the same thing to happen again. I set it down. No, I didn't. I didn't water it. I did not water it. I put it all back together and uh, set it down. And now I'm going to go get a uh, water with some miracle grow in it. That just is fucking, it really works. That shit. If you put a, just a little bit of miracle, miracle grow and add it to the water, it's fantastic. And so um, I get that. And then I go walking back in there a minute and a half later. And she's done it again. She got up high on the couch. And now she's like, this is a great toy. I love this toy because you you yank it out and shit goes everywhere. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. She has pulled it fucking out again. So that was it. You know, um, I smacked her on top of the head and she got so upset. Her ears were down. She knew she fucked up. So then I, I was so pissed off and uh, I uh, put her into her kennel and she was just crushed. She was so bummed out. So then I did the whole fucking thing again and put it high up. But I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Holy shit. It was a horrible incident. Um, look, when I started the show, I didn't plan on talking about the Boomabunka 
uh, right away. But when I saw that John was actually engaging audience members in the Discord, uh, welcome, by the way. And I'll, I'll definitely unblock you. I can't believe you said that yesterday. Well, I mean, we, we had such a nice conversation. And then you, you, you tell me that you won't do a show with me. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, E-Rock is in the chat. Good morning, sir. New episode available Friday at 10 a.m. E-Rock from Compound Media. One of the sweetest people on the planet. He's given me such great advice. There will be a new Eric Zane show on Compound Friday tomorrow at 10 a.m. Uh, in two years' time, that is my 13th show. So I'm averaging basically one every two months. What a terrible track record. Thank you for the opportunity to have my show on there. I appreciate that, E-Rock. Um, so, in fact, Compound Media is uh, is a fantastic deal. You just pay like six ninety five, and not only do you get the crown jewel of the network, that would be Anthony Cumia, uh, but a number of other shows that are there. So, thanks for the opportunity um, to do that show on there. Uh, Anthony is... Um, so if Anthony is one of the funniest people you will ever see or hear on the planet. And by the way, um, Iraq, I heard your take on, um, uh, Mike Calta, the guy in Tampa who, um, fucking Bubba's wife set up or whatever the fuck, or Bubba's girlfriend. Uh, I'm with you. That was such a horrific setup. Um, Jesus Christ. We talked about that. What, where did we talk about that? I think it was um, on who are these first episode of who are these broadcasts? Who are these broadcasters? I can't get that right. Damn it. Uh, E-Rock says Bubba has a history of scumbag shit. You know what else I want to mention? Kevin Brennan. I've listened to Kevin Brennan probably four times in my life. I'll actually listen to the, the audio of his show, Misery Loves Company. And if he is not lambasting a uh, fellow comic or podcaster, I have never, ever heard him say anything interesting. And the thing about when he, because he was just destroying Bob Levy, because him and Bob got in some type of fight. And so Bob quit the show and joined the Shuley Network. There's a, this is all like it, it, it. Part of me thinks the whole thing is a fucking work that they that they actually plan this shit. But Bob left, and Kevin is alone. And on the latest Kevin Brennan uh, Misery Loves Company show, he, for two and a half hours, he beat up Bob, and he could have just beat him up for ten minutes and then ended the show. Because he basically just kept repeating the same shit over and over and over again. And like I said, I've heard him rip you, E-Rock. I've heard him rip Anthony. I've heard him rip Compound. And he's quite good, I guess, at when he's doing that. But then he kind of runs out of steam, but doesn't seem like he's running out of steam. And I don't know. I, I would think that he would actually take a little time and prep a show and talk about more than just ripping Bob Levy, a new asshole for two and a half fucking hours. Motherfucker. That is, that's very fatiguing. Um, so I don't, I don't get that. Kyle, 
says MLC is in trouble unless Bob comes back. Truth be told, I haven't heard Bob say anything interesting either. Uh, he seems like a very passive type. Maybe there's talent there. I'm not sure, but he, he didn't say a whole lot. Kyle says KB is a fucking idiot. This is all part of the dabble verse. Fuck the writer strike. This stuff is awesome. Yeah, maybe there is. Uh, maybe they're all crazy like foxes. Carl just had a moment on with uh, Stuttering John that was fucking ridiculously funny. I normally don't like to um, do this, but I kind of want to do it and take the time to find it. Um, let's see. Where did I see it? I saw someone posted it on the Who Are These podcasts subreddit. Okay. There was a um, a bet between Carl and Stuttering John. John said that he got Opie. I'm sorry. John said that he got OJ Simpson to sign a knife. Carl said, you never did that. Um, and then they got into an argument and John said, I'll bet you a hundred dollars. I'll get proof. And all right. Yeah, that's it. Let's do it. And, um, I don't think that, uh, fuck he was able to produce it, but Carl said, okay, look, I want you to prove that this happened and I will, I'll give you a hundred dollars. And, uh, those were the terms of the bet. Well, John started saying, yep, I won the bet. I won the bet. This is that audio. Uh, John was on and um, Carl was able to get in on John's show. Look, they're even going longer because they're getting donations because I'm, you know, because I'm sniping them, but I don't care. I'm going to do it every John was snipe streaming the Shuley show or something like that. And it was backfiring. And anyway, yeah, now I'm going to put your kids through college, Deuce Payer, because I know you can't afford it. John's intoxicated. <laughs> Dave, you can't leave. Here comes, uh, Give me I don't know, Mr. Field. Hey, Carla! What is happening? Stuttering John, how you doing tonight, buddy? First of all, why are you just pay me 100 Because the bet was, and these are your terms, not mine, you had to produce a tape that proved that you asked OJ to sign No, price. you also asked for proof. Yes, correct. You said proof for a video. Right. I said proof for a video. You you supplied neither. I like how Carl says what he says, and then John says the same thing. Carl says, yeah, yeah. Or Carl's like, yeah, uh, you, you were supposed to provide a video. And John goes, yeah, I was supposed to provide a proof. You've had here Really? Proof? John, how is that Me? Richie Wilson said you did it? How is that proof, dummy? Because he That's fucking, he shot a dummy. He was well, there. My friend, who was also there, said you didn't ask him that. Oh, really? Who? Yeah. His name is Bill. Do you know Bill? Okay. He was also there. He was in Manhattan, right. right? You're saying Doug Goodstein and Richie Wilson lied. Doug Goodstein wasn't even there. 
Doug Goodstein. John, what do you mean he was the exec producer? He, he was, was the he one that wasn't there. Remember when yeah. he got the engineer? He remembers- By the way, John's embarrassed himself because he is so intoxicated, and Carl is very sharp and pissed off. Scott, hold on, John. Scott, the engineer left money oh, on a car after a gig. Scott, the engineer left money on a car after a gig, and then drove off and lost the money. You said you were there. Scott, the engineer goes, "You weren't there. That wasn't you. You forget these things, John. You think no, you did things shit. you didn't do." John, John, you're a moron. First of all, I was going to crush I did the gig with him. Silly network is destroying you tonight. They're making so much fucking money on you. Good, good, Carla. Making a fucking L tonight. You look pathetic tonight. It's so bad. Oh, look who's talking. KB looks bad tonight, too, because he's the one who encouraged you to do this. And he's making a lot of money for Shuli and the Shuli Network. You guys fuck oh, up. Get it. Hey, Snaggletooth. Pay the money. Why? You didn't produce any evidence. There's no proof. So me, Doug, and fucking Richie is not the evidence. Yeah, of course not. That, that's hearsay. Oh, that's, that's the hearsay. definition of hearsay, dummy. We all work. You were going to produce a tape. You said you were going to produce a tape. Yeah, I need proof. Where's the proof? No. It would happen. Hold on. Let me ask you this, John. No, no, no. Hold on, red face. It was either fucking. It was either the tape or the proof. And you are okay. Where is it? Where's me, Richie, and Doug. You don't think that you think we all somehow didn't remember and Richie shot it and somehow he doesn't remember it, but yet he said it to me when I was on stage at fucking I Tyson. Think, I think Doug Where I did a whole fucking weekend, dumb fuck, when you said I only did one night. Now you're changing. Hey, Suzanne, thank you five bucks. John, you look like Puerto Rican Charles Manson. Good, thank you. Hey, Carl you Hamburger. Fuck The other guy, I don't know who the other idiot is. It's John's friend. He says, hey, Carl Hamburger. And Carl tells him to fuck off and go fuck himself. Well, you just said I owed him money when I don't. You heard the original I bet. He owed to play for go for fuck yourself, dude. John owes me $100. Dude, you know what? Bullshit. I'm not complaining about it. I'm not even out there complaining about it because I don't need the money. Unlike you, you cheap, poor motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, I'm cheap oh, and poor. Wow, you're real fired up. Are you drinking tonight? Uh, Tyler says, does John always sound like he's having a stroke? John drinks a lot, and he's drank so much that he's slurring his words here. Oh, right. wow. I don't have to ask you the same question, because I know. I know the answer. <laughs> and I know about you, too. Oh, um, oh no. What are you, you going to expose me? General, like, on a scale from zero to drunk, how drunk are you? I'm not drunk at all. Um, I'm not, I'm John, John, surely so much money. John, surely, right, Carla? Oh, I have never heard Carl this fired up, and I love Carl. <laughs> now he's gonna just, oh, this is his fucking, this is you his type of comedy. Uh, Abacab, thanks for bucks. My friends, Jeff said Carl. Uh, John keeps reading things. These are called super chats. This is how these people, that's how these people make money. Um, they, they go on YouTube and then people like, you know how like on Twitch, they, you have those bits, people throw you money and shit like that. Um, that's how they make their money. They, um, you know, it's almost like a, uh, every show is like a telethon. 
Killing the colon run. Okay, please. There you go. See, this is it. This is the evidence that you provided to me. Hearsay. Oh, who wants to get off the phone with you? You call up a guy right. just wants to get oh, off the phone. Okay. So you're, you're whole, Dave. Really? I actually thought you guys were joking, man. Like the There's fact no that this fucking nerd yelled at me like no that proof. is hilarious. Like I, I think no. you guys are playing around, to be honest. No, the proof See, is you're Richard trolling John. You're trolling John. Oh, look at his face. No, 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 no. What's, 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 the, what do you mean? What's my, what's I love John. He's great. Dude, everyone trolls John. John doesn't have a friend of this world. Oh, hey. Damn it. He is, uh, I, I, I texted Carl about that and I go, my God, you said he doesn't have a friend in the world. And, uh, he said, do you think that was too mean? I go, I do not. It was hilarious. I also especially like when you end a sentence with dummy. Hilarious in its simplicity. Uh, Carl says, plus he's dumb, so it makes sense. I said, I said years ago that my favorite Carl is frustrated, angry Carl. That is so fucking funny to me when you start to lose your shit. God damn. This is, uh, I've never, I'm not, I'm not involved in any of this. Okay. This is called the dabble verse. For a long, there's a reason why it's called that. I don't want to get into it now because as soon as you start to unpack all this shit, you have to unpack more. All right. And then you spend like 15 minutes explaining what the fuck is going on. That was stuttering John and Carl from who are these podcasts fighting with each other. Um, so this is an entire saga between Kevin Brennan, Chad Zumach, Bob Levy, Carl, Stuttering John, uh, Cardiff Electric. These are all, it's all parts. It's a, it's a terrific drama. Surely Kyle is all is in on it. And um, I, I don't pay attention to it because first of all, I don't have any fucking time. What I do pick up it's through like osmosis i'm hearing it like second or third hand but occasionally i do uh check it out like i did here and it is it is quite a uh uh dramatically fun time now uh doing the show the regular show who are these broadcasters with carl and christian blatt um eventually i will probably find myself in the crosshairs because i'm exposed to more people um, like Kenny says, I barely have time to keep up with this show and the Patreon. That's how I feel. I barely have time to keep up with any of that shit. Um, because I'm doing those things, but all right. I don't know how the fuck I got into all this. I blame E-Rock. I got to tell you this though. Yesterday I was so fired up about losing this weight. Being 186.4 uh, pounds had never been bigger. So uh, yesterday I talked about after the free podcast, I made this smoothie and I felt great about that. You know, uh, completely uh, I didn't didn't do any snacking or anything, nothing. Uh, I, I kept taking my little walks. All right, goal goal set, goal met. Um, when it came time to eat later in the day, I had to come up with something though. And I found like these, uh, frozen chicken breast strips that are cooked like Gordon foods. And, um, 
I put a bunch of them in a frying pan. And then I needed some vegetables to go with it. And uh, I'm going to put it in the frying pan and put a lid on it, put a little water in. The steam will, uh, it, since they're fully cooked but frozen, they have to be, uh, you know, able to be eaten. So uh, I have that and I go, all right, I need some vegetables. And um, I'm like, well, all right, I'll just make like a little bowl and just eat the bowl of the chicken and the vegetables. So there's some fucking uh, uh, broccoli and uh, peas. I go, broccoli, peas, chicken, bowl. Sounds really unappealing. They're all frozen. I throw it in there, put a little water, put the lid on it. Three minutes later, it's hot, ready to go. A little salt, a little pepper. It was actually quite good. Um, I was like, I, I need some carbs to go with this. This is a, I mean, the vegetables are some carbs, but I need some, I need some fucking starch. So I grabbed like a tortilla and, uh, I put like some of the food, I like ripped the tortilla, put some of the food in the tortilla and then, uh, wrapped it up. And I was like, boy, this is, this actually isn't bad. It's like a little fucking, uh, uh, uh healthy burrito, you know? So then later in the day, I want to make the same thing. So I actually laid out the burrito and put all of what is in the frying pan into the burrito as opposed to having it in front of me and just taking a little bit of the burrito, wrapping it and popping it in my mouth. I'm going to make a full-on chicken, broccoli, peas burrito. Problem. Uh, there's still plenty of moisture on all of these food bits. So I put it all in the tortilla and I start to wrap it and the tortilla explodes in a million pieces. It just rips. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. So I said, ah, oh, fuck that shit. So I just kind of ate it with a fork. It was a complete catastrophe, but I did. I did okay. I take my final walk. This is the only kind of like slip on the day. Overall, it was a successful day. I think I get an 89% on the day. Uh, I got done. It's 930. I'm hungry. I remember what Byers told me. He goes, okay, if you're going to eat a bunch of carbs, eat some protein with it, Eric. If you're going to eat a bunch of crackers, eat some cheese. I go, all right, yeah, I can I can handle that. I, I like crackers. I'll eat some crackers and some cheese. So I get that shit out. And then I got like the summer sausage. I go, I'll have a little fucking uh, mini Super Bowl party here with like my own personal or hors d'oeuvre tray. I got my club crackers. I got my cheese. I got my summer sausage. I slicey, slicey. I'm making these little sandwiches. I go, this is great. Um, it is, it, it satiates me. And uh, I'll just have a few of these and I'll go to bed. As I'm eating, I look up and there's this terrifically unopened box of Raisin Bran Crunch. Have you ever had Raisin Bran Crunch? Okay, this is a game changer. I don't even know why anybody would buy regular Raisin Bran because the second any milk gets in there, the, the brand becomes like shit. You know, it's wet, soggy, and stupid. Raisin Bran Crunch doesn't get like that. It's Raisin Bran, but crunchy. So I, uh, I ate half a box of that, and then that was it. Then I went to bed. So that I, I would have given myself 100% on the day, but I pretty much obliterated... About 400 calorie, 400 calories worth of Raisin Bran Crunch. And my attitude was like, I want to eat. 
Um, I, I, you know, that was not healthy. That was like Amanda yesterday deciding to bypass the Meyer breakfast sandwich and stick to the Jimmy Dean sausage sandwich she had at home. That's why we are fraudulent fatties and will always be fraudulent fatties. We'll try again today. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, Amanda says, fuck you. I only had 1,800 calories yesterday. Um, that's a lie. You started the day with a pound of chocolate. You did not have 1,800 calories. Okay, that's a fucking lie. Or you're just fat-fingered the calculator. I don't believe you. Ben Weller says, so you had 1,800 calories of chocolate. Completely fraudulent. It's not polite to lie to your old pal EZ. The EZ charcuterie board. Is that what they call those cheese and crackers is called charcuterie? How about just cheese and crackers? All right. Charcuterie? It's not called charcuterie. Shut up. All right. Hold on a second here. I want to thank everybody that's watching the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, but I have to kick you out. The rest of the show is available on Twitch only. Don't forget about me on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Uh, thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Get a mortgage from anywhere in the U.S., with the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. From anywhere in the United States, whether you're getting money out of your home to pay off a high-interest credit card bill or you're looking for your first mortgage or your 10th mortgage, whatever it may be, reach out to Mario today. Thank you, Mario. I'll be right back. Your old pal EZ has to go tinkle. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Yeah, what a what a fraudulent accounting that was. 
Hey, what do you have today? Couple giant size Hershey's. Whole bag of fucking Snickers. 18 Jimmy Dean sausage sandwiches. I'm worried going to Popeye's chicken. I got uh, I know, a couple of those catfish specials. Uh, 17 hot reddies. Yeah, I uh, got clocked in at a good 900 calories for the day. No more lies. Ryan says, this isn't good. No one listened to my marketing advice. Fraudulent fatties is apparently some super long name. I don't remember. Who gives a shit? Amanda says, I'm not lying. I will post my whatever in, in the group. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't mean it happened. I can write shit down that I, I and, and fudge the numbers too. You got to go out and move. All right. You got to put on your tightest outfit. Okay. And then walk around the neighborhood in Howard city or whatever, wherever it is that you, uh, that, that, that you live. She says, okay, this is actually working very well for me. Thank you. I'm not lying, but you guys chewing me out like this makes me want to prove that I'm not lying. So fuck you all. Yeah, you got to go out and move today. I don't want to see you the next time bringing your personal fan with you. She's got a layer of insulation that's like... One foot thick. And if she, okay, she gets so warm because she has a, uh, a layer of insulation. She has to take a personal fan with her. That's not normal. You got to get out and move. And then you won't have to use the personal fan. Maureen with a lie. My starting weight is 120 pounds. Yeah, if we're going to have any success at this, we can't be lying to each other like Amanda is. Opens the day with a pound of chocolate and Jimmy Dean sausage sandwiches and then tries to tell us she took in 18. That's 1,800 calories per bite. You lying whore. Uh, Amanda says this morning I had a protein pop tart. What? A protein pop tart. What the fuck is a protein pop tart? God damn it. You're doing this wrong. A protein Pop-Tart. 20 grams of protein, 4 grams grams of sugar, 
Four grams net net carbs. Is this what you had? This thing? I don't know, man. To me, that's that's like uh first of all, that probably tastes like fuck. But I mean, if you like it, you like it. But to me, that's the type of thing that uh, after you eat one of those shitty things um, that you might want to actually freak out and have the real thing. Um, it seems to me like you're always trying to uh, beat the system with your uh, diet Jimmy Deans and your diet Pop-Tarts. I, I, I can't, as a fraudulent fatty, I can't uh, support this endeavor with you buying all this fucking fad food. Can you actually just eat some food instead of this wacky shit? So in two mornings, you've had a pound of chocolate, a bunch of Jimmy Dean sausage sandwiches, and Pop-Tarts. And you claim to be leading the charge in the fraudulent fatties, fat fuck Facebook group. Ryan says it's like going to McDonald's and ordering a Big Mac, but making a diet with a Diet Coke. Kenny says you don't cook. Really, Amanda? Cooking is not hard to do. You are going to fail in fraudulent fatties. If you, if you don't prepare your own food, you see, this is all you're creating at this point. Excuses. I don't cook. Um, yeah, it was chocolate. Uh, yeah, well, instead of the Meyer sausage sandwich, I'm going to really take the dieting step of eating Jimmy Dean's. Maureen says, I believe in you, Amanda. Oh, I don't No, You can't believe in her. She's going to be twice as big in a month uh twice as big and and ladies and gentlemen get get a load of this she's already already the first person in history to defeat bariatric surgery her stomach is the size of my ball sack and she is still the doc said we can't explain it it's uh it's a mystery we don't know how she did it it's incredible. She's managed to defeat science. You said you wanted me to beat you up. All right. Taking a pause and beating up Amanda. Uh, she says, and that's good because she says, okay, you're going to make me cry. Well, then hold on a second here. Hold on. You can't sit there and say, beat the shit out of me. I, I deserve it. I, I want to be motivated. And then the second that I, I, I drop the fucking DDT on you, you're like, oh, 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 oh I forgot I'm a girl. Oh, 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 oh. oh, okay. No more jokes about the bariatric surgery part. All right. That didn't happen. But enough with the Pop-Tarts and the fucking Jimmy Deans and the chocolate and the no walking. 
My God. Let's bring in uh, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Yo, Kyle. Hello, sir. Good morning to you. Good morning to you, dude. You keeping it between the lines? Um, I'd say I rarely keep it between the lines, just in general. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're. Are you? Are you? So you're out in the field with a dumpster behind you? No, no, no. I'm just. Uh, I'm. I'm driving in my truck right now. Okay. What's so? What's going on? Is it actually a work day, or are you partying? Yeah, no, it's a work day. I just, uh, I finally figured out my phone, which uh, it had, I don't understand what uh, Wi-Fi calling is, but uh, it was turned on. So that's why my phone was having all those fucking issues where I couldn't hear nobody. So I just turned it off, baby, and now we're golden. (laughs) Okay, good. Uh, Do you know anybody who's fat who needs to lose weight? Oh, yeah, baby. I mean, uh, just about everybody. Uh, You're not fat. I'm a, I'm a little chubby. I got I got a little I got a little unwanted fat hanging around, baby. Yeah, we we just started a Facebook group called Fraudulent Fatties. It's a bunch of fat ass audience members, and we basically just <laughs> we basically just beat the shit out of each other. Oh hell yeah, baby! And uh, the lady who started it, she goes, "Hey, we're, we're going to do a Facebook group." And she started on the first day. She ate a pound of chocolate, a bunch of Jimmy Dean sausage sandwiches. And today she's eating Pop-Tarts. And I told her that that's bullshit. Holy shit. A pound of chocolate? I mean, that sounds like a good little a good little day for me, but damn. Yeah, I don't think it was a pound. Uh, but it, she, <laughs> she definitely pigged out. And I'm like, well, what the fuck are you doing? You, you can't go around eating Pop-Tarts and Jimmy Dean's and chocolate. And, and we're trying to lose weight. Okay, so the point of the group is to lose weight? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was like, I actually, I, I liked it more originally how I was thinking about because I thought it was like uh, reverse psychology on like uh, woke culture, you know what I mean? Because like, I, you know, imagine like as time goes on, you know, like fat people be like, don't, don't make fun of me, you know what I mean? But if you flip the psychology and you, the point of the group is to make fun of people, right. then we might be able to break it, which I like. Yeah, well, that's, that's kind of where we're going, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, baby. You know, it's like, uh, like yesterday I did great and I, uh, I, I did all, I got, went on my little walks and I ate appropriately. And then just before bedtime, I murdered two bowls of Raisin Bran Crunch. Have you tried Raisin Bran Crunch? Uh, and I don't think we've talked about this yet, but, uh, Raisin Bran in all of its forms is one of my top cereals, baby. And I know it's weird because, uh, like that has been that way since the 90s when I was a little kid. And I was yeah. like, yeah, give me some Raisin Bran. And like, all the other kids like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, I like Raisin Bran, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm with you. There's something special about um, the, because the uh, raisins are a little tougher to chew than your typical shit sugar cereal. For sure. You know, it's not, a, it's something to eat and something to do. Yeah, dude, and straight up also as well, Eric Zane, when you fucking, if you say you're me, right, and you have Raisin Bran at the house and you, you you wake up at, say, you know, 1230, 1 in the morning, you head downstairs and you just start shoveling handfuls of Raisin yeah. Bran into your mouth, you know yep. what I mean? Next day, dude, 
Oh, man, you're blowing up that toilet. I know it. Perfect. I know 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 it. I I had kind of a a weird thing because the first thing I did was I knocked off some cheese and crackers, and then I (laughs) washed it down with two bowls of Raisin Bran Crunch. So my colon is going to start out like with real solid turds, and then it's just going to go totally loose. Yeah, I hear you. But also the best part, too, um, and I have no fucking, you know, scientific backing on this. I'm just making it up as I say it. But just uh, I, I get a feeling that, like, colon cancer cells, like, if you start slamming some raisin bran, dude, I feel like those cancer cells are like, what the fuck's going on, right. dude? And just yeah. Get ripped out, you dude. just you just shit out cancer. You did, the, the, the fucking turds are just full pieces of cancer. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I like it, dude. Let's throw that on the box, Raisin Brand. Somebody get me in contact with some right. Raisin Brand exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, and the commercial says uh, here, uh, the scientists say you can shit your cancer away when you eat, ra- <laughs> when you eat Raisin Brand. Yeah, this comes from Chief Scientist Eric Zane and Kyle Tiller, for sure. <laughs> uh, but how, I mean, if I had to choose, 10 out of 10 times, I'm going to choose Raisin uh, Brand Crunch over regular Raisin Brand. Yeah, I, yeah, the Crunch, yeah, it's a bit more edgy. Um, I would, I like them both. I'll say 51 but I'm, oh, yeah. I'm going towards the original. Yeah. I like the original, baby. I was talking about this earlier, that the regular Raisin Brand, that fucking gets soggy the second you start into it, you know? Yeah, but you know what I mean? It gives you the the experience, you know what I mean? Like it's not just the same the whole time you're eating it. You're like, "Okay, I got to put I got to, you know, uh put a little gas on this pedal, you know what I mean? Yeah. I got to eat it before it gets too soggy." But if it does get soggy, you know, at least I'm getting a little bit of a different taste profile, baby. Yeah, okay. Well, um <laughs> that's 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 it. we have exhausted the raisin bran slash fat talk. Uh, I've been taking these yesterday. I took a bunch of little, uh, walks, you know, like, Oh, I got to go for a walk. And I'm kind of like, I've turned into this old fuck walking around the neighborhood and, um, and, and I'm wearing like shorts with white socks and Crocs and they, and they see me and they, and all the young families go, Oh, there's that cute old man. And they think that I'm like a lost Alzheimer's patient. It's ridiculous. And uh, I'm trying to like pet all the neighborhood dogs and shit. It's it's really getting bad. I, I'm aging, and I, I notice I notice that everyone in the neighborhood is younger than me. All these young moms and dads. And uh, it, it, when I went to my fantasy football draft, um, it, here in the neighborhood, uh, it was all uh, young thirty somethings. All these young uh, uh, moms and dads with young kids, and here comes this old grizzled fuck who doesn't know shit about this to uh, uh, kind of like pollute the attractiveness pool. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Eric Zane. Yeah, if you got, if it's just a bunch of young people in your neighborhood, then you get real close to this one transition point, which I found old, older people will hit this point where when they're on their walks in the neighborhood, they go from being all nice and waving and shit, and then they'll hit this point. They're like, I ain't waving at fucking nobody, dude. I ain't talking to nobody. I'm yeah. just going to have a scowl on my face as I walk. Have you reached that point? Or are no. you still waving to people? No, because my neighbor around the corner is at that point, and he's such an asshole. Every, <laughs> everybody hates this guy, and I am not that type of guy. He's a total dick. And he's the type of guy who has nothing to do with his day because he's so fucking old. So he actually waxes his fucking lawnmower and shit like that. And uh, oh my god, yeah, dude. I, 
This guy's such a dick that um, my sweet neighbor that's two doors, three doors down, they got a special needs kid. And the kid sometimes kind of wanders away. No big deal. And uh, she was just, kid was just walking around uh, and went two doors down in front of Dickhead's house. Dickhead knows who the kid is and knows where she <laughs> lives. But you know what the fucking asshole does? He calls what? the cops. He called the fucking cops. And the, and the cops bring the kid home. And then the mom's like, what? What? Why are you here? And why is my daughter with you? Well, we had a complaint. There was she. She was wandering around on the neighbor's property. It's like you motherfucker. And so now everybody hates this fucking dick. And uh, he 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 says hi to me from time to time, and I just ignore him. I'm like, fuck you, you old fuck. Fuck off and die. Man, dude, that that is intense. I will say that's. Uh, I mean, like you gotta wonder sometimes, like when you bump into like. When you're not expecting it and you bump into one of those old people who are just like that and it's all pissy and stuff, it, like, really throws you for a loop because I feel like you're just kind of like, okay, I'm expecting this old person to right. be pretty jolly. Right, and right. And when you're not jolly, dude, you're, you're like, what the fuck's going on? It's, like, scary kind of. Right, right. And then I have to be careful because anything more than hello when you're an old fuck, you're a creep because – I was in the front yard sweeping up uh, some fucking, I was doing some work, you know, and I was sweeping the driveway and my next door neighbor, she's like 20 and she's like washing her car. And I go, Hey, how you doing? So-and-so. And then that's it. No, no more talking. If you do any yeah. more talking, anything more than that, they're going to hate your guts. You just got to shut oh, up. Yeah. You got to know Absolutely. your role. This is a young person's yeah. world. You got to stay out of these fuckers way. They're going to think that you want to uh, like sniff their ass or something. I know. Yeah. You know, you know what I was just thinking is uh, I'm just imagining this is uh, funny to me, um, but I'm just imagining you like walking around the neighborhood and, you know, and your little walks and everyone's like looking out and you're like, you said, they're like, oh, there's that, there's that cute little old guy. But then like one of your neighbors is like, yeah, you know what? I listened to his show and I, he actually said uh, one time that he, he, he might be interested in sucking a dude's dick. So let's stay away <laughs> from that old guy. <laughs> I often wonder. I mean, I don't, I have no idea who's listening to this. I don't, right. it, it's such an, it's same thing as on the radio. You just never know. But this is so much worse because I'm talking about eating ass and, 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 and all sorts of shit. Uh, tell everybody the uh, text that I sent you getting ready for today's show. Oh, hell yeah. Let's take a look here, Zane. It's usually something really, really graphic. Yeah, and yeah, actually, this was probably the the best one you sent me in terms of graphic because you said it and I laughed, and then I started picturing what you were talking about, and I immediately was like, "Oh, could you fucking imagine?" So <laughs> here we go, audience. Uh, he goes, Eric Zane says, "Yo, yo, period, period, period. Thursday is period blood sandwich Thursday. You down?" <laughs> Which I was like, yeah, hell yeah. And then I started thinking about, it. I'm like, oh, dude, can you imagine, like, if you had two fucking just luxurious pieces of wheat bread, just fluffy, just fucking ready to go, and then you on that sandwich is just irony, period, blood, dude, just fucking chunky. Like, some of it's a little runny, but some of it's chunky, dude. Oh no, dude. Yeah, I know. It's 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 instead of strawberries, it's uh, flecked with ute meat. 
<laughs> yeah, like you know, like when you get the uh, actually we should call it uh, period blood preserves. Right. You know when you get fucking jelly preserves and or, yes, or uh, yeah, preser- yeah, those things are fucking the best. But they got the chunks yeah. in them, baby. In the ad so, for it, <laughs> in the advertisement, it's new period blood spread. <laughs> now, now, now like, with I used to. Are you sick of putting period blood in your sandwiches and it's getting too soggy too quick? Well, guess what? We've got period blood bread, baby. (laughs) It's extra durable. And don't forget, don't forget about period spread with extra sluiced off ute meat. (laughs) So good, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Ashley says, you, you mean you don't remember what you sent him? No, I remember what I sent him. It's just more fun to hear Kyle say it to me from his end. <laughs> yeah, man. I uh, It's so funny. Like, I feel like on my deathbed, like, uh, you know, you got, like, great-grand. Or whoever, who was ever there, like, chit-chatting with you or whatever. And, like, they're just asking you about your life and some memories. And, like, I feel like over the course of time, these Thursday texts will become, like, yeah. uh, core memories in my life. Yes. And I'll be like, 89 years old like i got no mind left i'm tripping balls on meds and i'm like i'm like hey julie to like and i'm like yeah you ever heard of period blood thursday oh. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> ashley i got you that's literally not what i said he's making you stupid with him i see what you mean <laughs> um yeah so that's all horrible but i like the direction that it went that's that's fun and hilarious. I'm so glad that we were able to break that down. Um, yeah, for sure. Let's see. Uh, Nikki says, oh, good. I'm so glad I'm eating red berry cereal during this. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just similar to, uh, you know, like my dad uh, told me when I was like eight or nine. And, you know, he's trying to be funny, but it is kind of like, like a life lesson a little bit. He's like, yeah, you know, as you get older, he's like, you might find yourself in a precarious situation where you need to eat some chocolate, but you're also, you need to poop. He's like, you need to do one of those at a time. You cannot do both. No. And I'm like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Dad. Well, I got one for you. There was one moment in time when my daughter, Jacqueline, um, she, we had an ice, she had an, uh, an ice cream cone, an actual chocolate ice cream cone. And she sat down on the toilet and took a dump while she was eating the ice cream cone. Oh man, that's ballsy. Yeah, that's horrible. I mean, because that when you because the shit particles are stuck. To, she's eating shit. She's eating shit <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> I know, man. It's like, ah, dude. But yeah, good time. There was one time I I have to be honest. I uh, I there was a Quiznos at the airport, and I was so fucking hungry. I bought that fucking sub, and I started to just kill it, and I had to take a leak. So the next thing I realize, I'm standing at the urinal with the sandwich, eating the sandwich while I'm taking a leak. And, oh, no, and, Eric. Yeah, and then I come walking out with still biting it, like, oh, well, too late. And there's a lady walking in, and there's a, it's the same entranceway, and they, they kind of branch off to the women's, and there's two chicks. And as I pass, I hear the one chick say to the other, oh, my God, he's walking out of the bathroom eating a sub. <laughs> Oh, Eric, can you imagine, like, later in life, like, uh, okay, so this is an unfortunate made-up scenario, but just follow me on it. Like, you, you're, like, in your 70s or something, and you get, like, diagnosed with some sort of 
illness or disease or whatever. Yeah. And, like, the doctors, like, they can't figure it out. Like, they even call in fucking uh, house. He can't fucking figure it out. Nobody can figure it out. But then, like, you're like, you know what, guys? I, I just remembered something. One time I did slam a sandwich in an airport bathroom. And they're like, oh, yeah, for sure. That's it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. It's fucking gross. Um, okay. Anything else, anything on your mind that you're like, Hey man, I can't wait to talk about this. Something that's happened to you this week, uh, that, that you can update us. It's always entertaining hearing something from your perspective that you've seen, witnessed or watched or what is it? Yeah. So get this, Eric Zane, uh, blue, who is, uh, my beautiful wife and is the best overall. Uh, she has this fucking problem where, uh, she can, she never knows where her cell phone is. Like she just like has the cell phone and is just like, you know what? I'm not going to think about where I'm putting this thing and just will put it somewhere and can never find it. Yeah. So, I mean, this is like, this is like pretty much a daily thing, but like maybe one, once every two days on average. So Saturday, uh, we went to a wedding and I don't, I'm not, that's not the main part of the story, but she lost her phone there. Right. So we're trying to leave this wedding and, uh, we have to stay for like a half an hour to try to find the phone. So we find the phone, blah, 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 whatever. Next day, uh, we're going to take some family pics, like, you know, little family pics, uh, you know, for Jameson and right. all that stuff. Sure. So, um, Blue, uh, when she gets done, she uh, puts Jameson in the car seat and puts her phone on top of her car, right? Uh, which is like a, a, a trailblazer, so like a little tiny SUV. Uh-huh. And um, so, all of a sudden, like, we leave the photo place. We're going back to my friend's house. And as we get there, she's like, where's my phone? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go again. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so she she can't find her fucking phone. And, like, so she gets all stressed. And then, you know, like, the stress, like, starts coming towards me. And I'm, like, starting to get, like, a little tiny stress. Yeah. And we get out of the car. That fucking phone is, and, and nobody knew it was on top of the car except for her. Um, she, uh, we also opened up the, um, uh, the, the tailgate to put the stroller in. So the phone somehow fell down the back of the car. And as we were closing the tailgate, got stuck in between the tailgate and like the top of the car. Right. So it's smashed, baby. I mean, I'm talking like it's cracked up good, but it's also standing straight up in the air, right? Like, like, like 90 degrees straight up in the air. Cause it's stuck in there. So then, then I'm laughing my ass off as blue is pretty pissed. Cause I'm thinking like, dude, we were driving here for like a while. So like yeah. people were just like, Hey, you guys see that fucking cell so phone it, sticking out of the top of that car? Yeah. It's, it's sticking straight up. Yeah. And so this, this is the kicker, right? So that's not even the funny part. The real kicker is this, right? We get, we figure, we find the phone, we get it unlatched from the car. We go inside and guess whose fault it is, Eric Zane? Guess whose fault it is that Blue's phone got fucked up? It's Yo, my fault, yes, Eric Zane. You did it. You did. It wasn't even in your fucking hands. How could it possibly be? You tell her to shut the fuck up. I, I in, in so many words, I kind of did a little bit. To be honest with you, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna get the heat for this. I'm yeah. like, I don't. I didn't put your phone up there. I'm like, I didn't like lodge. You know what I mean? She yeah. was like. She's like, wow, she's like, you're the one that put the stroller in there. Yeah, I'm this like, is, you see, this is this is how women get beaten. <laughs> Straight up, dude. Uh, comments, let's see. Smartass Ashley writes, yeah, thanks for explaining a family pick. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Ryan says, imagine that. The phone was destroyed because it was left outside. Uh, he also adds... 
Uh, Kyle, when talking about his wife, he said best, paused, and then said overall. <laughs> that is not going to win him Pooh Bear points. Uh, all right. No, yeah, it, 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 won't, it won't win me Pooh Bear points, but it will it, it will uh, avoid yeah. me from subtracting points. Yeah, she's the best overall. So you're like, yeah, she's the best, <laughs> at, but at some things, but not all. So whatever that is, I don't know. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, I wish you the best today. As always, it's great fun talking to you. And uh, one day closer to getting out of the thrifty nickel. Yes. Hey, and I will say this, baby. We're a week away from Lions, baby. And I'm getting fucking jacked. That's oh, all I God. I, I, uh, I, I, I have gone over this scenario many times. And I've been like, I sure, that sure would be great. If they win, but come on, man, they're not going to fucking win that first game. They're going to, they're going to lose. It it seems like they, but it's just, if they do win and then imagine if they win by like a dick throttling, you know what I mean? Like they just throttle the chief's dick. Like, and we just like smoke them, dude. Yes. when I, when I come back on this show that following Thursday, dude, we're just going to be partying. It, well, well, let's be honest here. Outside of when they won the playoff game against the Dallas Cowboys, like, I don't know how old you were in 1992, um, but they that would be the biggest win I've ever seen. Yeah, dude, that was, that was, I, so I was three, so I didn't fucking watch okay. it. Well, maybe I did. I don't, well, that, I don't fucking know. That, this yeah, would that be, was a good game. That would be the biggest thing you've ever seen as a Lions fan if they happen to beat the Chiefs on opening day uh, uh, on national TV. Did the Chiefs win the Super Bowl last year? I don't remember. Yeah, they did. They did? Is that their second yeah. Super Bowl? I think they've won yeah, either like two or three in like the past five or six years. Yeah, I, don't, I always forget. I couldn't tell you who even played in that Super Bowl last year. Yeah, but uh, like yeah, oh, it was the Eagles. Gone, so. It was the Eagles. I remember because those two brothers, the Kelseys, were playing against each other. Yeah, yep. Do you are you doing fantasy football? I've probably already asked you that. Yeah, if I have I have one draft on Sunday, so we'll fucking see what happens. I've got Kelsey on my team, who's really good. So that's a, that's a solid pickup. Yeah. If, if he, if he stays healthy, that's, that's a great tight end right there. He was my first pick. He's, he's a tight end in name only. He's wide receiver one for Mahomes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. Hey, you're the best. Thank you. All right. Love you guys. Yeah, man. See ya. There you go. That is a Kyle from dumpster divers. Always great fun. Ben Weller says, I hate how the lions are popular. Now people, um, people are like, I'm a Lions fan. And I'm like, shut up. And then he writes the ride or dies are fans. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, who cares? I mean, when you're that bad for that long, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, Aram, not a fan of hearing about anything fantasy football. You realize that in the scope of that conversation, that was probably like 30 seconds of it. Do you realize that? And there you are just voicing your displeasure. Most just go, ah, 
whatever. They'll be done talking about it in a minute, half a minute. And then there you are, bitching away. Just can't sit still. The amount of time it took you to write that is about as long as that we were talking about it. Excuse us. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there's something Aram doesn't like. So he's going to go ahead and tell us, hey, this is what I don't like. Well, just just because, because of that, we're going to talk for the rest of the show about slaughtering deer. Okay? I love that hunters kill deer. It thins the herd. It keeps the deer from chronic wasting disease, things like that. It gives these hillbillies something to do out in the wild instead of uh, going to the Capitol and acting like assholes and driving around town with their fuck Joe Biden flags. Everything about hunting is great. Okay? And they taste good, Kenny says. I love eating venison. In fact, because of Aram, um, I'm going to go buy a bunch of steak and just throw them away today. My point is, my point is, try to keep up, is that there are things on the Eric Zane Show podcast, uh, rarely is it something that everyone wants to talk about. The only time you ever get something that everyone actually wants to talk about is when something catastrophic happens or something amazing happens. Like, the two things I can think of. If aliens come down uh, from planet uh, to visit planet earth. And I talk about that. Everyone will want to hear about that. Everyone will want my thoughts on it, or maybe I'll play a video because it's aliens or baby Jesus or Buddha or Allah or whatever the fuck comes down and says, Hey everybody, I'm here. Let's be nice to each other. Or if there's a uh, massive disaster or a terrorist attack, I mean, on nine 11, uh, if someone is talking about, you know, um, trimming their dog's uh, claws or nails on 9-11, you're not going to be interested. You only want the host to talk about 9-11. My point is, uh, there is nothing that can be talked about that everyone finds interesting. So your only job as a listener, when you realize that it's something that doesn't interest you is to shut the fuck up. Oh, I don't like that. You're talking about something that doesn't interest me. Fuck you. Holy shit. You realize now that because you did that, I mean, maybe there's some method to your madness. Not talking about fantasy football. I'm talking about you and how you're single-handedly vaulting your way up to asshole of the day uh, of, of nomination status. You have passed Amanda and her lies about yesterday's food consumption. 
I'm so happy. I have no idea. I'm behind this. Chris says for that, well, currently, I can't think of anything else that I've talked about today that is, uh, I mean, yeah, Darla destroying the plant. She could be the asshole today. Uh, Jamingo for that horse shit that he threw out on the air yesterday. Yeah, yeah yo, you know, I, I don't want to go on a show because they get him canceled. I want to, I'm doing him a salad. Please, no favors. And I think you have a rather elaborate view of yourself and what you're capable of. Come on now. All right. Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling. Joe Martinez is uh, fantastic. Him and his crew over at A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. Uh, if you want Joe's expertise in and around West Michigan to get your uh, AC repaired or your furnace repaired, uh, as summer winds up, it won't be long until your furnace is on regularly. Before you start that, it's very important that you get that thing tuned. Uh, Joe will... Charge is 79 bucks. Most charge 99 uh, to get that up and running. Doesn't really make any money on that. It's just a typical service call and his time. Uh, the point is he wants you to know that you have a guy. Okay. So that if something goes wrong and one day it will, uh, you will be able to quickly uh, get on the schedule with a and E heating and cooling. And if you ever need a, uh, New furnace at your residence, <clears throat> excuse me, or new AC. Joe can get you all hooked up with that. 231-332-6505. Um, let's get into Glitch McConnell. Glitch McConnell is fantastic. Uh, it was Stevie who referred to him as Glitch McConnell. Corey, what the fuck is wrong with you? Can he do us all a favor and just die already? I mean, give me a fucking break. Come on, man. He follows that up with Mitch McConnell would be better off if he was in the ground. That's a horrible thing to say. And I'm the one that's the problem. Mitch adds, he looks like a melted GI Joe. Linda says, I hate feeling sorry for old glitch. Boy, you guys are cold. Kyle says, yeah, I second that fuck, uh, uh, a second that fuck and die, you old piece of shit. Um, Kenny says he needs to retire or be forced to retire. Same as Biden. We're going to bring glitch in in a second here. All right. Uh, but before we do, we have to, we got to get, you got to get to this. This is just incredible. Uh, he's not well. This is the second time this has happened. Audio check. Video check. Senator Glitch McConnell. Okay. Senator, you're up for a... Taking, taking questions. In three short years. What are your thoughts on 
Senator, you're up for re-election in three short years. What are your thoughts on that? I'm sorry, I had a hard time hearing you. That's okay. What- sorry, I had a hard time hearing you. What are your thoughts on running for re-election in 2026? What are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. Okay, so he's having a hard time hearing. He's got the question now. Now he's going to make a noise, and then that's it. Did you hear the question, Senator? Running for re-election in 2026? He says yes. All right, I'm sorry, you are. We're going to need a minute. Okay, so that's the Secret Service guy. I think he just said, Senator, uh, is this the time that you want me to shoot you? <laughs> Senator just says, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. <clears throat> okay, so now they're like, all right, he's, he's come back to the pack. He's, yeah, nope, no biggie, no biggie. Okay. Somebody else have a question? Please speak up. Um, what efforts is Daniel Cameron going to have to make on the campaign trail to win Kentuckians over in November? Uh, how are you going to win Kentuckians over in November, I guess, for, for Republican votes, maybe? Oh. Senator Daniel Cameron, uh, do you have a comment on Daniel Cameron? Well, I think the administration is going to be very close. Uh, far and away, the best candidate we could have nominated. And uh, the state has become increasingly Republican. In fact, the government has only become a bad left. So I'm optimistic that Daniel will be our next governor. Oh, no. This is so fucked up. Holy shit. Lester Holt. There is, of course, other news we're following. In fact, let's turn to another alarming moment today for Senator Mitch McConnell, the top Senate Republican appearing to freeze for several seconds at an event in Kentucky. Here's Ryan Nobles. Tonight, another health scare for one of the most powerful members of Congress. Did you hear the question, Senator? Top Senate Republican Mitch McConnell. I I want him to, you know, uh, when, when she creeps up, if he's having that moment, it's not out of the question. He just goes total glitch and says, I want to eat some pussy or something like that. You know, responsive from I, I, now that I've got my fingers crossed for. I love eating pussy more than 30 seconds after being asked a question about his plans to run for reelection. All right. I'm sorry. You all we are going to need a minute. The episode coming after I think the- she's kind of hot. The 81-year-old gave a 20-minute speech to a group in Covington, Kentucky, without issue. Trying to, uh... It's the second time in two months that McConnell has froze during a press conference. In July, he was led away after staring blankly for more than 20 seconds. When he was asked about it afterwards, he joked about President Biden stumbling during an event. Well, the president called to check on me. I told him I got sandbag. McConnell... Missed more than a month of work after falling and suffering a concussion in March. Today, President Biden offered McConnell his support. We have disagreements politically, but he's a good friend, and so I'm going to try to get in touch with him. Uh, uh, McConnell makes Biden look like a spring chicken. 
I mean, my God. And Biden should step down. It's elder abuse that Biden is in office. It's it's so criminal to have Mitch McConnell there. Republicans have been supportive of McConnell staying in his leadership position. Tonight, his spokesperson saying that he was feeling lightheaded during that press conference. He's expected to see a doctor before his next event. All right. Um, I'm sure he's uh, I'm sure he's fine now. <clears throat> see if we can't get him on here. We had uh, great success the first time we did it. I think we we're up at Fear Bunker North. Was that when I was able to bring him in the first time? Uh, see if we can make this happen. Uh, good morning. This is Leader McConnell. Uh, hello, is this uh, Senator McConnell? Yeah, uh, this is Leader McConnell. Oh, sir, this is Eric. Yeah. This is this is Eric Zane. I uh, spoke with you a couple of weeks ago. Oh, oh, big frog. Yeah, yes, it, was, yes. it, was, it was so kind of you to call me after the show. We talked for a couple hours. It was so nice. You kept me company. A, a couple of, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it was uh, a couple of hours. Oh, you called me after. You just don't want to admit it to your friends because you're a fraud. But you're a very kind and gentle soul. Uh, Sir, I, uh, I obviously you've been talking to uh, former President Trump. Um, I, you know, I, I, well, I uh, would never comment on the president. Of course, of course not. Of course not. So, never, um, never. this is now the second time, sir. Oh. I, uh, sir. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm uh sir several several uh seconds have passed you 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 made a noise and then you kind of just stopped talking uh are you are you okay yeah, um of course okay. what was you i can't hear you uh sir is it should i speak louder can, can you can you speak yeah okay yeah say. That's what I'll maybe, do. Maybe you can speak into the, the, the receiver or something, you know? Yeah, okay. Uh, how, how is this? Can you can you hear me a little better now? Yeah. Okay, no, then. Not, no, I can't. Can, can you talk into it? Yes, okay. Uh, I'm extra close now, uh, and I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. So. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, can those, you... Those lungs sound so young. Uh, oh. Sir, can you take us through what happened yesterday? And uh, you, you were speaking... Oh, sure. And then you just... Uh, the next thing we knew, it was... You had to be taken away. Well, I don't know about that, but I was at the uh, Kentucky Chamber of Commerce, you know, talking to our uh, the press, um, you know, and they started just, you know, you know, of course. Uh, sir, <laughs> there's, there's a comment that says that uh, every so often you make a noise like you're, quote, jizzing in your pants. Oh, well, that's horrible. Who, who would say such a thing? I mean, that's just horrible. 
you know, my wife, Elaine, uh, Chow, uh, of course, uh, I haven't seen her. And I, I'm so lonely. Uh, you know? Yeah. Okay. So what are you, what are you doing today, uh, Eric? Uh, sir, I, I'm just, uh, I got uh, plenty of podcasts left to do another 15 minutes or so. Oh, just wanted to make sure you yeah. were, you were okay. Um, well, you know, we're, we're in recess right now in the Senate, so I've got some time off. If you, uh, maybe you should call more often, you know, check in on me, you know, I'm so, yeah, I, you're, I, such I, a, you're, you're so young, you've got your whole life in front of you, you know, it's, yeah. it's fantastic. Okay, you yeah. Know? I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm in good spirits yet, and 81 years old, you know. I would love to be able you to, know, to so. chat and keep you company, sir. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, I never, i never would comment on the president though. I, I think that, you know, that, that would need to be known. Yeah. Yeah. I, but, I, uh, I, I, I think we're having two different conversations yeah. here, sir. Can you, um, who, who? Can, you, you said something about the president. Can I, you, I didn't hear you. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, uh, sir, is it, wouldn't it be a good idea to just step down and maybe enjoy life for, uh, you know, however long that you have. Oh. S- sir? Uh, sir? Oh. Sir? Oh. Sir, I, is there anyone there that can... Sir, thank you. I appreciate it. Is there anyone there that um, might be able to help you right now? Uh, you want me to go to hell? No. Why would you say that, big fraud Zane? No, no, no. I, I wanted to see if anyone was there that can actually help you. Oh, um, no, I haven't got the time. Uh, sir. I, I wish I had the time, but I haven't got it. I, I have a watch. I think is uh, is back at the Senate Chambers. Okay. I, I, I in my office there. You know, I've got, you know, I'm on recess right now. I think I told you yep, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're we're very sharp. Next week, sir. I, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I look. I I feel bad. Very sharp. I feel bad for even bothering yeah. you, and I I, I want well, I want you to enjoy the rest of the day, sir. Oh, you're never a bother. I, I appreciate you and your young lungs, you know. I wish I had more time to, you know, talk to you. You know, maybe we go to the Kentucky Derby or something, you know. Okay. You, you and I, we, we, we get some nachos and, you know, Kentucky right. Derby. And, uh, sir? You, know, I, you, you seem like a fraud, so you probably would know which horse to bet on. <laughs> that's that's another great joke, sir. Um, I, I'm that's That's all good. Uh, I I appreciate you, and I, I need I need more body parts. You know, if I'm going to do another 300 years in the Senate, so it's kind of like that that know. movie. What's a Jordan Peele movie? It's like when he takes all the all the black people become white people. I would never never black people. I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> you know, I can't hear what you're saying, but I okay. I thought it was a racial slur or no. something. <laughs> 
I, I can't believe you'd do that. I mean, I'm a minority leader. <laughs> sir, I... Um, Horrible. Sir, are, are, are you a racist? No, sir. Sir, I got to let you go. It, oh. It, this is, this well, has gone on long enough. You're gonna let me what? Um, no, I gotta. You I gotta can't touch me like that. That's absurd. I gotta. I gotta hang up, sir. Well, no, I want to talk to you more no, about no. the Kentucky Derby. No. I think you and I might have an opportunity at the Derby to talk with our fellow uh, constituents about the uh, upcoming election. You know, no, uh, sir. I, sir, I think you need a break. Kinds of, no, I can't. Elaine Shaw is my wife, and she doesn't even check in on me anymore. I don't even know where she is. Sir, this is terribly sad. I, I appreciate you so much, but I'm going to let you go. Oh, well, well, there's other things to do in Kentucky. You know, we, we had the fried chicken. I just hung up on him. I had to. I had to hang up on him. Holy shit. Okay. Senator, you're up for election in three short years. Oh. What are your thoughts on that? I'm sorry, I had a hard time hearing you. That's okay. What are your thoughts on running for re-election in 2026? What are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. Oh, man. Uh, Stevie says, what the fuck up is, uh, what the fuck is up with the Derby? I, I don't know. The cell signal must have been scrambling his circuits. Uh, what the fuck is up with his lungs obsession? I don't, I, who knows? Uh, Kenny says, I hope the next time he has a similar issue with freezing up that he mentions the Kentucky Derby. Or KFC or something. Wow. Well, thank you, uh, Senator McConnell. Godspeed, you know. That's some serious shit going on there. Holy cow. Uh, As uh, we wind this down... Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, 616-532-6600. Or online at irvines.com. Get your car fixed at a trusted source, smack dab in the middle of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Veteran, lady, family owned. Three things. Veteran, lady, family owned. 616-532-6600. Irvines.com, E-R-Vines. That's E-R-Vines.com. We got racing Saturday at Berlin, berlinraceway.com. Get your tickets for 14 bucks. Just a couple weeks left in the racing season. So much fun. 14 bucks a pop. You can get uh, in for free in the parking lot. Parking is free is what I meant to say. And uh, if you have a kid that's 15 or under, under 15, I should say, they get in free. Bring a cooler with all your snacks. It's a great time always at Berlin Raceway. Now in year two of supporting the Eric Zane show podcast. You can advertise with me, reach out Eric at Eric on the shore liners striping inbox. And when you email me, I will tell you exactly how it works to be part of the Eric Zane show podcast. Quite simple. 
I have a cameo, that uh, spot-on cameo that you can hire me on. I just did one. The second one for Ashley, her pal Tim, I'm sorry, her pal uh, Jake, pals Jake and Gabby are getting married. And, uh, well, it was uh, kind of marriage advice with Pooh Bear and myself giving marriage advice on behalf of Ashley and Tim for Jake and Gabby. That's what we do on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Want any t-shirts? Get them at ericzaneshow.com. And, of course, the Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. All right. Stevie says Irvine's is car repair slash dog wash. Kenny adds, bring your dog in for free baths. Irvine's where the bathroom smells like wet puppy. Thanks to Hurricane Ashley. Yesterday, the TC paintball asshole of the day was your old pal, EZ. Um, who could it be today? I just don't believe that Glitch McConnell um, is doing, is being, um, I think he's being convinced that he has to be in that spot. I I, I don't know, man. I think the um, rest of the members of the Senate and the Republicans are keeping that guy in there against his fucking will. Well, unfortunately, though, and he's watching right now because he loves the show. I don't blame him. It's a great show. John Jamingo is your asshole of the day for that nonsense about, I can't come on Eric's show because I'll get him canceled. What a crock of shit. You know, I won't stop. I'll just get on there and call everybody an N-word. Come on, man. You're better than that. Give me that bullshit. Besides, uh, did you just change your mind? It's ridiculous. You and I had a nice conversation. Uh, Ben Weller says, can it be the kid who shit his pants again? Hashtag never forget. Indeed. Indeed. Um, More lesbian activity between Amy and Ashley. Though they have male significant others, the attraction between the two was palpable. When we were at the Mexican restaurant, Stevie was in between them. Had Stevie not been there, I think that these two would have like 69 right there. I'm pretty sure that that would have happened. And I, I mean, I don't know. I don't care about anybody's personal preferences, but Amy says Stevie's a cutie too. Oh, all right. So we could have had a three chick, uh, daisy chain at the fucking, uh, Mexican restaurant. You see, that's why I love this group of audience members so much better than the last group of audience members that I used to hang out with the group formerly known as Zaniacs because they're all so disgusting, no one would ever want to see them doing a 69. 
at least the audience we have now is attractive. These are attractive, sweet people. Everybody at that table there was absolutely attractive. Stunning. All right. That's going to do it, folks. I'm so appreciative of you. Thank you for putting up with me. Ryan says, even me? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Folks, I appreciate you, and I will talk to you down the road. Amy says, Maureen, we would have hit on you and Linda, too. Yeah, but you had to leave. All right, folks, have a good one. Talk to you on the Patreon. Bye.